Welcome to BitFaced. Excited to be live, even though no one's probably listening to this. The guest across from me, Andy Adair. If you've ever been to a movie camp show and laughed your ass off, you were listening to jokes that he has either written or expertly performing right before your eyes. And if you've been to a movie camp show, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been to a movie camp show, you need to get your ass out there and do it as one of the best experiences to have at a movie, you get you get a, a great show beforehand, and you get it by a lot of talent. Anyway, I've wanted to have him on the cast for about a year and a half now, and he's finally sitting across from me. Welcome to BitFaced, Andy. Yes, thank you for having me. It is good to be here, a fictional YouTube live audience, <laughs> and people for later. Uh, I'm really glad to be here. Like we've known you guys for a long time, and you know we are always trying to promote your work. And yeah, I'm just thanks for having me on. Seriously, it's an honor, honestly. Well, it's a it's an honor to to have you here. And to my right, back in the Bit Cave for what did we figure out for the first time in three and a half months? Tyler Run TRG Glaze. You're this is their first time back in like three and a half months. No, 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 no. It's collectively Bit Faced's first time back in three and a half months because we have been out on the road doing. Oh, okay. So we're you're home and, now. Yeah, we're this home. This is the first home show in a while. So the yeah. uh, the chairman of the soundboards, <laughs> Andy. I normally don't prepare questions. Okay. But this question is going to be for you and for Tyler, and it's not really a question. I'm just going to read a quote. Okay. And I want to get your initial responses. <laughs> I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, Luke, that's the trailer we're referencing here, the Star Wars trailer that just dropped today. And if you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your life? You, you must not have social media if you haven't seen it by this point. Um, so, what? Do you, I mean, it was good, right? But, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't feel, like, so crazy hype for it for some reason. Maybe that kind of went away with Force Awakens. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get goosebumps like I, I normally do. I rewatched it today when I got home. I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think. Obviously, we can draw a lot of similarities with The Empire Strikes Back. Right. Yeah. And it sucks that that's honestly for me. I wish they'd take more risks, but then we'd have another Jar Jar Binks on our hands potentially. So. What? Yeah, but if they had done anything crazy and mind blowing with Jar Jar Binks, that would have just worked out yeah that that low-key jar jar uh is, like is the, the sith, sith lord, lord. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing <laughs> see but they didn't um yeah what did you think of the trailer so i actually really enjoyed the trailer um i was hanging out uh, and i watched it on my phone first and so i, I kind of understand where you're coming from eric we got to a point where it was okay but the first trailer for force awakens blew me away like there was just so much change in energy and emotion throughout the whole trailer and here it's kind of a consistent like overtone of like a negative feeling to like it. stuff's bad yeah. like things are bad it's gonna happen in this this episode i uh i mean how much is that that we've been waiting so long for force awakens versus we had a star wars two years ago and then we had rogue one last year 
And like, so now we're just kind of like, this is the other thing that Disney's preparing for us, you know? And it's true. We, we, we know this is coming. Uh, so is Ray going to be training on new Dagobah? Yeah. (laughs) The views are a lot better on new Dagobah. That's for sure. Like I'd much rather be there than in the uh, swamp. Is that, um, that's really Ireland, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Some random island, uh, island in Ireland. Some random Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I mean, so, okay. I just want to talk. I want to ask you guys a couple questions. Can I ask you questions? Is that allowed? Oh, Absolutely. my God, please. Okay, so the open bothered me that they used the same opening beat to the Force Awakens movie. Um, that, like, trumpet increase and that, you know, the that, so they opened the trailer with that. And that, I wasn't a fan of that because it felt familiar um, even though it was something that was only done two years ago or whatever. But um, so, yeah, I guess back to your quote, do we think the last Jedi is a singular or plural? Cause I think that's where you have to start with all of this. Like the Jedi, you know, I think we're in the plural world, like Jedi in general are going to have to go away. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the last Jedi could literally just mean the last uh, hundred thousand. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of extra Jedi that need to be going away. Yeah, there's no definitive amount set in there, so it, it could be however many. Um, you know, we have Kylo Ren as the Knights of Ren's, and you assume that they're some form of Jedi, obviously, because you can't really consider are they Sith? I don't know. Yeah, we don't. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um. So, okay, second question for you. Was the scene where Luke was with R2 in the trailer, you guys remember that, right? Just looking at the burning building. Was that a flashback? Because I, when I watched it, 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 it looked like a flashback to when like the, whatever he was doing before got destroyed. I think it is a flashback. And I honestly think that uh, maybe Luke's done with all of it. And I'm going to quote uh, my good friend, Zach Lund. Maybe Luke's like, fuck it, dude. My family has fucked the galaxy up for 40 fucking years. Like, <laughs> I, I'm done with it. I mean, they're definitely playing the cards that Luke is going to turn bad. I just don't think you can do that with that character. So there, I, I, don't, I didn't read the books or anything, like the Expanded Universe, before Disney bought it and deleted everything. But there was one book that, or a book series, I guess, that went into Luke becoming so powerful that he eventually turned evil. Well, and here's the other part is, do you really think that Luke is turning evil, per se? No, I don't think so. I okay. think Luke is, is giving it all up, saying, you know what, maybe we don't need the Force. I'm not completely on board with the whole gray Jedi thing, but maybe that's... That's where I, that's where I kind of where everything feels like it's going, though, is the gray Jedi stuff, right? Like, right. these morally ambiguous Jedi that that rule and, you know, create justice wherever they go, how they see fit. Well, and so that's, you know, to that point... When he says, you know, the Jedi must end, he could mean both sides. You know, we have the Jedi as in the order, you know, Jedi who follow the light side. And then we have, you know, dark Jedi who aren't necessarily Sith because they don't believe in like the rule of two and things like that. But they follow, you know, the dark side of the force. And I'm thinking he's just straight up. All this needs to to end. You're all abusing the <laughs> it's a force. message of equality yeah. in the in the future. Galaxies far away have <laughs> have issues like that. Um and then Kylo Ren's helmet too, right? That was Kylo Ren's helmet crush, not Darth Vader's. Is that correct? Because I looked at it, I, I paused it. I a paused couple it, times. and it looked like Kylo Ren's helmet okay. to me. Okay. So what you know? What's that all about? Because when we last saw him was on the planet fighting Rey. Did we get a glimpse? Of, I can't even remember. Man, Force Awakens. The they're fighting. 
Ray's about to kick his ass, and the earthquake happens. Splits, and splits. right. And isn't he laying on the ground, or do we see him get into a uh, a ship? Well, he goes somewhere, because he ends up with... Uh, God, I can't even think of his name right Snoke? now. Snoke. Snoke. And, um, and with that, he says, we have to complete your training. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, I mean, does he give up? So, are we going to get Rocky Four here? We're going to have, like, Ray <laughs> training with Luke. We're going to have Kylo training with Snow. As long as there's an oversized Russian, I'm in, you know. The, uh, yeah, Kylo Ren is awesome. I hope, you know, when the first one came out, I was hoping that they would do some kind of a weird switch with it where Ray would end up becoming the bad guy and Kylo would find his way over to the good side. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. That's I like don't, I don't think you can at this point no. with Ray's character. Well, and that's my biggest problem with Star Wars right now where we're at is that, like they're making the safest movies they can possibly make and that sucks. Well, why couldn't we? We don't know who her parents are right now and they could get horribly slaughtered and we could see her turn to the dark side. I think her parents are Obi-Wan Kenobi and some yeah, that, random girl at a bar. Are, do we find out this movie, Last Jedi? Do we find out her parentage? I don't think so. Do you? I mean, it could be like Empire. You know, again, you said it's a parallel to Empire. It could be a very end thing where something happens and someone's like, I'm your father or this person's your father. Like, I could totally see that happening. Well, no, it's not Obi-Wan doing that. No, it's not. It will not be Obi-Wan. It could be Ghost Obi-Wan. You're a movie fan, though. Uh, Don't you think in Ryan Johnson's hands we have the best chance of not seeing that ending? Yes, but it is still Disney. And as we've seen with their Marvel properties, which I love, and I go into everyone knowing that I'm going to enjoy it, you know, they're still really safe. Like, they're really safe movies all the time. Like, they, they don't, it doesn't ever feel like Disney's, like, trying to make a home run A-plus movie. It seems like they're just trying to hit a bunch of singles and doubles f- for anybody that listens or watches baseball. So boring. Um, but, yeah, that's it feels like they're playing it really safe. So, you know, I think, we're going to get something we've seen before pretty much. And like, can we get Finn in a back to tank, please? Like <laughs> yes. he's still hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with Finn. No clue. That's uh, the one character I'm the most confused about. He's just laying there. Yeah. Well, we did hear if you guys watched the panel. I did not watch that. That was today, right? Yeah. At the celebration. The last Jedi panel at the Star Wars celebration. There's something slightly spoilery, but not very spoilery if you want to hear it. All right, your muffs for like 10 seconds here. <laughs> so there's a new character whose name, I believe, is Rose, who is like a, a mechanic. Jessica Rose? No, no. no. Oh. <laughs> Just, it's Rose something. I don't know if they, did, they gave a last name. I don't remember it. Uh, but anyway, she's like a mechanic at the, the Rebel base, and she ends up going on, um, on an adventure with Finn okay. supposedly is what they said in the she gets sucked into the adventure and she becomes a big character. Okay. And someone was like I would relate her a lot to Luke um from the original series and that really throws it for a loop cuz we kind of see Rey as the Luke at least I do so far. So that could be the biggest surprise then is maybe there's a bunch more Jedi that we don't even know about yet like Finn could be a Jedi still, you know. That's been a theory of mine since we left the theater. I said Finn and Poe, both Jedi. Because <laughs> they really... He obviously doesn't have Jedi healing powers. <laughs> yeah, he can't. <laughs> he has the uh, Jedi powers that Luke had, which is a lot of sitting around doing nothing early on. <laughs> Playing you with know. the, with the <laughs> model spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the vroom vroom noises meme. Thanks, thanks, internet. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think Finn. I think Finn could easily. I mean, that that was another problem though with the first one is that he was the the red herring basically. Like, oh, Finn's the Jedi. J.K. It's really Ray. So it would be a weird thing for Disney to be like, ah, kidding again. He is he really a Jedi. <laughs> I don't think that'd be weird. I'd, I'd, I'd love like it. I would love it. I want twists. I want to. I want to not know who these characters are. Like, I, I would. I would like to never know what Ray's parentage is because then we would argue about it for forty years. You know. And that's, Longer than that. That's what's better about the the mystery is this conversation that we're having right now. Like, you know, we're gonna get all these answers in December, and we'll get to speculate one more time, and then who the fuck knows after that? Like, we have no, you know, Disney will be around after we all die. Star Wars will be around after we all die. So there's gonna be Star Wars twenty at some point, and we're I guess we're just gonna have to keep making trilogies up with new characters. Well, didn't they also say that they're gonna start doing one? non-trilogy movie in between yes so we're getting young han solo next yep and then what's going to come after that nine and then supposedly the obi-wan obi-wan might be announced this weekend actually there were there's been rumors of that that's exciting i would like to see that i i want i want to know what point in time everybody like pretended to start liking Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan because it seems like everybody hated those old movies so much and then all of a sudden we're like yeah I guess he was really good let's have an Obi-Wan movie with him in it and so I guess we're all we all like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan I think he did fine I think he did fine too I don't have a huge issue with most of one two and three like everyone (laughs) be be careful here yo I'm hype about pod racing I I love love the episode one I think it gets such bad hate I think two is way worse than one i think two was really good and one was pretty good and three was just awful trash yeah which is opposite of popular opinion right because three is considered the best of that which to me didn't seem i don't know it just wasn't that great you know and that's what you get when you take risks you know george lucas he swung and missed but he still tried something we have anakin over here like screaming (laughs) no and killing uh killing mace windu and i'm like what? <laughs> and murdering all of the children. All of the children. I just... He was so whiny, that whole movie. He was whiny the whole... All of the movies, right? I mean, really, he was. Yeah. Even when he was... I guess when he was a kid, he wasn't really whiny. I actually like the guy, the kid who played Anakin. I, I think he... <laughs> he did absolutely nothing after Star Wars because everybody he just... He did jail time. He did, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's what yeah. he did after Star Wars. Yeah, was it like for drugs or something crazy too? Yeah, I would do drugs after getting ripped for that movie for six to 12 years of his life. I'm sure that they still... It's like, you look a lot like that kid that was in that first shitty Star Wars movie. It's like, thanks Shakes guys. Head. Oh no. That wasn't me, that was my brother. <laughs> I had a cousin that was in Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, if they take risks in this new one, I'm excited. I want Finn to be a Jedi. I would love that. Poe makes sense. Like you said, Poe makes sense. Yeah. Amazing fighter pilot. Have we had pilots that good not be Force users? Ha- uh, Han Solo? Besides Han... Uh, well, so... What about... um? Oh, God. Wedge. Wedge, yeah. Wedge was Antilles good. was pretty solid. Yeah. Biggs? He he pulled off some really wacky moves. Porkins? Porkins. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised he fit in that cockpit. If we're being honest, <laughs> he those looks look a like tiny. He looks a little... You have to be like to fly in the Air Force, just like under five eleven and under like one eighty or something like that. Like Porkins, they had to specially craft an X-wing for that guy. 
Well, you saw how many pilots died in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, they, they, were were just, they were recruiting anybody they could like get. Like, Porkins, like, two weeks ago was a janitor at the Hoth base, like, <laughs> sweeping up the <laughs> trash. Like, hey, man, we're really short on pilots. We could really use you. I was like, I guess. If I'll fit, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He's a big cat. If it fits, it sits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, and that's his little box. In the trailer, I am guessing that that book we saw was the Journal of the Wills. Okay. Don't know much about that. That the, It's the Jedi tome, if you will, that okay. talks of the person that brings balance to the Force. So, okay, so, because when I first watched it, that's where I got that one scene was the gray Jedi thing, because it looked like there was some gray tones to that particular scene. Um, so, I mean, do you think that would play into that whole gray Jedi that you're talking you? I think it kind of does. Okay. And that's what the, I think the popular opinion on the internet is. Okay. Is from what I've read. Some people are speculating. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Sorry. Some Not people are speculating that Luke doesn't even say the line at the end, that it's Kylo saying it. And I was like, yeah, I think it's pretty clear that it's Luke. Yeah. So well, the hand touching the book has a glove on it. So we have no clue who that is. Well, I mean, Luke lost his hand, right? So maybe. Yeah. Okay. But you know, other people are allowed to wear gloves. <laughs> yeah, <this> no, <laughs> only Luke. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's probably at Luke's temple or whatever that place is, that book. Probably. I don't know. There's, the, it, I guess it's good. Maybe I'm, maybe this is the mystery I was talking about. You know, they show this book thing. You know, they talk about the Jedi ending. What does that mean? You know, that'll fuel us until, until the movie comes out in December. I'm almost, I'm almost at the point where I would like to avoid all of the like chatter and all the talk just until we get to the movie. Cause I want to be so surprised. I don't want to think back and be like, ah, oh, you know what? In August, this one guy had this theory and it was everything that happened in the movie. I don't know. See, I, I agree with you, right? Like I want to go in fresh to these movies, but I hate to miss out on that. The social, like, cause I think that's what's more important about movies in general is like, who gives a shit about the movie. I could like this movie the best ever, but nobody else has seen it and I have no one else to talk to about. So that really frustrates me. Like I, I like the speculation like lost, you know, I mean, this is off topic a little bit, but lost to me, the show itself was not great, but that period of every week getting on Facebook or whatever your social media site was to figure out what's going on. Like that's the stuff that makes things bigger and better than they're just simple source material, you know? So this was obviously a teaser for Star Wars. They're going to do one big initial launch trailer. They'll do a trailer. Remember with Force Awakens, they did the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was the fin jumping up and the, yeah, it was very, it was like, it was about two minutes long. The first time we saw Kylo's uh, lightsaber, first time we saw the Millennium Falcon and I told you, Han's not flying that and you're like, oh no, no, man. Yeah. No, it's because Han was right. dead as shit. Well, Han at the time it wasn't was before Han was dead, but he was not okay. flying it. Okay. But yeah, that doesn't mean shit. So. <laughs> Who's flying it in this trailer? If Ray is hanging out on New Dagobah, which is called Poe. See, I would, I would is uh, is what New Dagobah is called. We'll just call it New Dagobah because I'm not going to remember that. New There's Dags. No New Dags. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think it can be Poe flying the Millennium Falcon. I, I just he always has his X-wing uniform on, and we see him get blown up. Though. And he's over. Yeah. You okay. see it get blown up, so okay. that could potentially be afterwards. So, yeah, I guess that, you know, one of the big games we can play with this movie is, like, who do the new characters compare to with the old series? Like, you know, Finn 
that's the thing with Finn is like, I don't know who he relates to most. Um, as far as character goes, like it's not, it's not Lando. I was about to say, I was Tyler's thinking Lando. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> it's the only other black guy in Star Wars. Yeah, that's why Tyler was thinking that. Surprise, no. surprise. I mean, there's Miss Wendy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could, you know, he could be like loosely related to Mace Windu and then the the force stuff, the force sensitivity makes would sense. make sense, you know? Yeah. I'd be into that. That was my whole argument was technically, you know, people who aren't force sensitive shouldn't be able to correctly wield lightsabers and he did okay with it. He did okay. He Part did of me do- was wondering about his Jedi training though with those. Oh, and that did, can we talk about that real quick? So there's weapons that just stop lightsabers? Like that's a thing? Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, first off, traitor is what he's been coined on the internet right yeah was fucking awesome though he was awesome that was great isn't he tr r right traitor yeah yeah no i i got the a tr r for sure so maybe a weapon to stop a lightsaber was developed? i don't i don't know well, i don't know like why doesn't everybody have that then i guess i don't know no so that's not technically true i assume you played the old Repo- uh knights of the old republic yes vibra blades Okay, okay. So there so it's it in the been, lore. It exists. Yeah. It could have been like a vibro mace or okay. something. Sure. Why couldn't that exist? I don't know. I just don't think some podunk stormtrooper would just happen to have it on. It him. even kind of made that noise when he whipped it out. It was like wow. It like yeah, he kind of yeah. cranked it a little bit too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in. I think you have to take advantage <laughs> of the fact though that you get to do a part seven, so you're really allowed to introduce no new technology, unlike the prequels where you're like, wait, they yeah. didn't have these fucking ships in four, five, and six. This is 30 years later, so there's some technological advancements that have happened since then. Like, oh shit, the Jedi are really powerful. We've got to have some kind of a thing for the stormtroopers to have. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, if the Empire was like, ah, how do we fight these Jedi? Like, that's how they would do it. How about have them not wear horribly, like, restricting armor? So that they could actually (laughs) hit something? It seems like it would be, yeah. (laughs) It's like their armor is just to hold the goo in when they get shot by the laser blast. That's all it's got. Because it does nothing. It's the most... I don't know. They were they were on fire, like sparking everybody up. Like they weren't missing. Not important characters. Awakens. They get blasted. Yeah. Important characters, not so much. It's the force. That's the big that's what I love about Star Wars is every fucking plot hole you could come up with was like, well man, sorry, it's the force. It moves in mysterious ways. And that's just the answer to everything. And everybody accepts it. It's like, okay, I guess, yeah, they're all protected by the force somehow. There's some mystical thing that's going over this whole story, you know. I love it. I am one with the force and the force is with me. That's right. Oh, that movie was great. Rogue One. It was really good. I just rewatched it again and uh, it's it, it holds up, you know, like a lot of times after the first time you watch a movie, it's hard to watch it again. That one is top notch. It's very good. I really do want to watch it again because I, I can't even remember who I saw it with. I might have seen it alone because you were gone or you had already seen it. No, I waited to see it because I was going to see it with dad. Oh, yeah. I think you saw it first, right? No, I definitely saw it way later than you did. Oh, damn. You guys were like behind the ball on Rogue One. I was. I I waited, though, just to see it with my pops. That makes sense. I'll allow it. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. Absolutely. But Tyler could have gone opening night. Tyler, you could have gone to the movie camp, Shane. What are you doing with your life? Oh, my God. I should have gone to the movie camp, Uh, Yeah, cheap plug. Movie camp doing a Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy show coming up soon. Another Disney property. May 4th? May 4th, that is correct. Thursday night. And okay. we're doing How do new I get theater. tickets to that, Andy? You go to moviecamp.co, and you can get those tickets all online. And uh, they are selling very fast. So we're at a new location. Did you guys know that? No. We're not going to be at Cinemark this next time. Where are you going to be at? We're going to be at the AMC 10, that one that I currently am working at. 
um, they're remodeling at our normal theater, so we had to switch venues. But good news for you guys, there's lots of lobby space at this new place, and you guys can set up and talk and do whatever you want. So Logan was not one that I would have brought my kid to. No. <laughs> but <laughs> Safe to say, yeah. But how about Guardians of the Galaxy? Absolutely family friendly. Okay. So we, we, I mean, if it's a rated R movie, have we you just, already seen it? No, I have not seen okay. it. I know that it is 137 minutes long, though. It is their long second longest movie, uh, behind Winter Soldier, Civil War. One of those. Those that one was longer. Civil War is pretty beefy. Yeah, so I think that was the longer one, but this one's like right behind it. It's gonna be really good. And then Guardians Three comes out in November. What? You guys seen that Thor trailer, uh, right? Thor. Yeah, that's that, there was a joke there because they basically stole the whole aesthetic from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I, I liked I the was Thor like, trailer. Wait a no. Oh, I, I liked it too, okay. but it just like I mean, maybe because they're going intergalactic with it, they kind of started to steal a little of the color palette. But that whole trailer was like it was a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that just happened to have Thor and Hulk in it. Yes. <laughs> He's my buddy from work. So you've got a Guardian show coming up in a couple of weeks. How much of your material have you already written, or have you written none of it? So Elijah, who is we've spoken about, he's the uh, co-host and co-creator of the shows. We actually know him as Eflija. Eflija, okay, yes, that's what we refer to him as because he's so fly, or he's so he flies. flies away at any moment, and you can't get a hold of him. <laughs> Both, <laughs> but mo- <laughs> mostly because of how I, fly he is. Yeah, either one would work for him. By the way, um. So he, so we take turns planning shows, right? Like, so I plan Logan, he's planning guardians. Um, a lot of the shows that I plan and honestly, most of the stuff that I do is more improv on the spot kind of things. Like there's, there's certain games that Elijah won't tell me any, he will intentionally not tell me about because he wants a more like authentic reaction from me in the audience. Cause we, we, you know, if you haven't been to a movie camp show, like him and I kind of, I feel like we balance each other out really well because he's super hype. He loves getting in the crowd. He loves giving things away. And I'm like the more like crotchety old salty guy that, uh, that is in the, um, that gets to host the show. So I get, you know, a lot of, a lot of improv opportunities for me, basically. Um, for Guardians that we're all, we, we've got the show planned and everything. We try to plan out you know, long enough in advance to where we can still make changes if we need to, you know, cause we want to make it relevant too, you know? And then, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up watching the movie early because we get to do uh qual- we have to, we have to do, we get to and have to at the same time quality checks at our movie theater. So there might be something Wednesday night, the show before I'm like, Hey, this is in the movie. We don't want to spoil anything, but if we can make this little change here, because we what a lot of times we want to do and happens beautifully on accident most of the time is connecting something in our show with something that's going to happen in the movie. So just I think back to Age of Ultron for example, we made a big joke about Hawkeye never being a part of the Avengers. He was like kind of a lovable loser, you know, he was always like always waiting at home for the phone call to go out and fight and then in Age of Ultron Hawkeye had an awesome part and like it kind of at least for me boosted that whole experience of like enjoying Hawkeye in the movies. Like, Oh, they brought up this guy was a loser before and now he's doing his thing. It's awesome. It feels really good. So, you know, we, we have a schedule, we have a plan, but everything could be thrown to the wind in the last minute if we needed to. So Elijah wants us to come out. I'll bring this up now. Okay. And kind of do like a live cast of one of your guys' show. So I think you'll have to like write us into a show at some point. done. Awesome. Absolutely done. Now, 
we'll talk later about what kind of like audio setup you guys use and how I can how I can live stream it. But yeah, we we want Tyler's to. Tyler's excited about this. I am not. <laughs> so a couple things we've been dabbling with uh, is live casting our shows. Yeah. Um, just having, you know. When community and fans are not there, seeing what kind of fun that they can have somewhere, they want to be there, and then hopefully we can keep growing the community because that's really what it's all about—is growing the community. You know, with you get to watch a movie with people that are hyped to be there to watch these movies. You guys have sold out movie camp shows multiple yes. times. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's why we're nervous about this move because a lot of people go to the theater that's closest to them. They don't go for special reasons, but we'll see how you know, I guess, you know, quote unquote powerful the brand is people show up to this new theater. Then we know we really have built an awesome community that we're really excited about. Um, so yeah, we want to, we want to back to your saying, we want to cast shows though. We want to do that online. Another thing we're looking at doing is, uh, for movies that we don't do events for is doing a Facebook live event from our living room. And then people can have that as their like pre-show entertainment essentially. So like if I'm going on Friday at a 1030, I couldn't catch the movie camp show or there is none for that weekend. You know, Elijah and I have this video set up to where we're doing 30 minutes of trivia and games and stuff that you can sit on your phone and watch because everybody fucking hates the commercials before the movies. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's phone time, you know. So we've all worked at, we've all worked at a movie theater. Okay, nice. Um, I worked at the, so I've worked here in town. I worked at the Carmike when it was 15 up in the Chapel Hills Mall area. In the Chapel yeah. Hills Mall. Yeah. Now it's the 13 or something. Yes. Know. Yeah, because they combined three theaters into one giant theater. Yeah, that makes sense. The yep. Big D. The Big D. Give them the D. I don't like that theater. I, I hate it. I to Cinemark. I can't stand the Big D. I, <laughs> I liked it when it was just the shitty little mall theater. Yep. And, like, it was trash and sticky and gross, but, like, we had we were the first ones to get the... HD silver screens and all sorts of stuff in town. So like we had good equipment and just like our seats sucked and the floors were sticky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's not, it's hard to avoid at a theater when kids are spilling shit all the time. Well, that's not all that there was. (laughs) (laughs) It's sticky for other reasons. It must've been after like 50 shades of gray. No, you find some weird shit in the theater after movies like that. You find weird shit in the theaters. Tell me about that. What what have you found? (laughs) Uh, we just the, for the last one that came out it wasn't as busy, but we found like multiple used panties, like used women's underwear all over the place. Um, condoms for sure. Um, if it's like a if it's a if it's a screening that I know that someone is like going to be doing stuff in the back row or whatever, I go up to like the window with the booth and I wait till they start doing stuff and then like slap on the window to scare them. It freaks them out. Um, yeah, definitely use condoms though. Um, what other we found some cucumbers in the 50 shades darker so use your imagination there <laughs> obviously for a guy doing butt stuff um but, uh, I, I thought it somebody making a delicious hummus <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 they just need to chop, chop a salad there right before the movie starts um yeah it's but you know one of the she best parts a cucumber oh yeah absolutely holy shit yeah we dude. so you've worked at the theater and you've worked at the theater one of the best parts of the theater is at the end of the night going through and we call the treasure hunting because you'd find all you could find really cool stuff. I mean, you could find hundred dollar bills too sometimes. And so at our theater, we had a rule where whoever was working doors, we called it. Right. Um, you would split whatever money you found with them. Right. Okay. And so that was, and I had walk out sometimes with 20, $30 on my own. Yep. 
after splitting stuff. It was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody ever calls back for that stuff either. Yeah. Before no. you think we're just stealing money from customers, that is not the case. We'll set it aside and we'll yeah, wait. Till you we give close. it like two days. I yeah. give it like we give it like two days at our theater. No yeah. one ever comes back. Ever. Well, no one's gonna ever like. Oh, no, I think I lost twenty bucks. Like you're just gonna assume. Either. And, then, and then when they call, and they're like, "Oh, was that twenty near a bunch of beer cans at the theater?" And then you make them feel bad. And they're like, "Oh no, that's not my twenty. And it's your twenty. Was that twenty wrapped around a cucumber? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys both go work at a movie theater because you love movies. Yeah. So when I were when I started working in a movie theater, I was. 15 about to turn 16 and so i technically had to have a permit for my school to be able to work so young and i walked in like shit you not this like big ass down you know those puffy style like like seinfeld shirt like gangster rap jackets oh jackets (laughs) nice okay (laughs) hire that guy that's what i walked in with and i was like hey i need a job are you guys hiring and the lady was just like I'm about to be so busy and I need someone fill this out and you can start tomorrow. And I was like, done. <laughs> Everyone always asks me like, how do you get a job at a movie theater? It sounds so awesome. It's like you go in at the right time or they just happen to pull your application. Yeah. It's, it's or you know someone. That's what that's how it was for me. So I we were camping out for a lot of movies when I was in high school and that's where I started working at the movie. I started at the Cinemark on Powers. We were just camping out for movies and it was like early May and I was like, Hey, you guys have any openings? And they're like, Yeah, do you want to do an interview? So they came out and interviewed me on the couch that we were sleeping on to wait for the movie that we were waiting for, and I got the job right there. That's how that's how I got the job to start. I, I guarantee you I was in whatever line that was, because I remember you guys right up front by those doors mm-hmm. on couches with yep. TVs and oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, we used to have a pretty dope setup. That's why that's where the name Movie Camp came from. Is we were going to camp out. Now, originally, I was I'm always been opposed to the name Movie Camp. By the way, I want to be on record with this because I was like, I'm 28. I'm not fucking camping out for movies anymore. I'm not doing that. Like, like we're gonna do our own thing. If you guys want to camp out, I'm hopping in line with you that day. But I'm not like we're not camping for movies. And Elijah and our friend Mark at the time, who's with working with us is like, yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be great or whatever. And after like two movies, Elijah's like, I'm done camping out for movies. This is horrible. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. My old bones don't do it anymore. So now what are you, you if you ever change your names, you can't, have to, yeah, you can. we can't, we're locked in. It's You're movie branded. Camp. It's movie camp. If you did, you'd have to call it like movie jazz. Now I wanted to, we want to like, we have like these, <laughs> 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 yeah, you jazz up the movies, yeah? yeah. Yeah, that's fine, man. That's our like we had a we started that production company called Ampers, okay. um, which is like you know amp your fans basically. Yeah, you know trying to think of, think of something new. We actually wanted to do a movie camp, like an actual movie camp, where and we're still kind of looking to maybe do this. Oh my god, you guys just dropped the C movie amp. Movie amp. Ooh, I like that. Maybe that's a new branding. I got to pay you for that idea. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we were, but we were the looking to do it. Free in the big caves. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we want to do an actual movie camp, though. I think that'd be really cool. Like, there's yeah. a lot of adults, you know, or 20-somethings or whatever that want to make movies and don't know how to do it or where to start. And mm-hmm. I want to do a summer camp where you can go and, like, day one and day one's writing, day two and three is shooting, and day three and four are, or four and five are, you know, editing and doing a premiere with your family and friends and stuff. I think it'd be a lot of fun. There's, like, a billion ideas that we always have that we're, like, trying to work on and if come to If you fruition. ever get a camp... And you're going to be showing movies there. 
you have to call me when you the inevitable Friday the Thirteenth screening. Yeah, up. I know, man. We we every single year we've been doing movie camp like this for this is our fourth year now, and every single year October comes around, and we're like, how can we work in an old movie? We have to do an old horror movie. We've got to do. So we're looking into that right now, like um, at some offsite, like not in theater, but just at other locations. How we can, you know, get that cost efficient for everybody to come and watch a couple horror movies together and. And do stuff like that. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, a couple class. I mean, I, I just me. I love the Saw movie series, and there's apparently a new one coming out this year called Saw Legacy. I don't know how true this is or not, but it's on the schedule. So, uh, I would love to do a Saw marathon with, and it just like builds right in perfectly with movie camp games. <laughs> so, like, we could build some Saw traps basically for people. Would you like to play a game? Yeah, and I just want to hear Elijah say that. Actually, I just want Elijah to dress up like Billy the. The little puppet guy. I just want him to dress like that all night. Any excuse I can get Elijah in some weird shit. I have like a trike that he can ride around on <laughs> he and would, everything. You know he would totally own it too. He'd totally live it up. Oh, he would. <laughs> Elijah is one of the most outgoing, random, awesome people. And I, I've known him since... I think I've known him since high school. Right. So, yeah, it's been insane. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's an incredible person to work with and you know the closer that you get to him the more frustrated you'll become with who he is as a human being sometimes like he's talking to everybody he's always doing everything but like i wouldn't do this with anybody else like he's the only person i'd want to do this with because he's he's just like the yin to my yang you know as far as things go so it's very good for us stage presence as well and i mean that in the most complimentary manner he's more the over top one and i wouldn't say you play the straight man but you were you were just just Bouncing jokes yeah. off of him the entire time. Yeah, and that's a lot of like you know you're asking like you know what do you write in advance like so I, I do stand up a little bit on the side. I knew um, I fucking knew you did. That's on yeah. my list. So yeah, so I do a little stand up, and so that stuff is you know people don't realize how prepped you have to be for stand up. It's crazy how much writing, then rewriting and rewriting again that you need to do to be prepared to do a stand up joke. I've uh, I've done it. So you know, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's yeah, like way right. more complex than you think. It's a lot more work than you think. Because out of the twenty ideas that you have, nineteen of them other people have done, and the other one that you have is a shitty idea, and you have to really improve that. You know, so our movie camp shows are more improv than 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 written material. Like we have the structure, we know what we're doing. Elijah Elijah does prep jokes, and we do try to set things up for joke opportunities, but we don't have any jokes written down for that. So I'm impressed that it's uh, that it's all improv. I thought, uh, I thought most of it was written and I also take that as the highest compliment. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, man. it was, uh, it was very solid. When's the last time you did stand up? Did you go down to loonies here? So it's been probably eight months since I've gone on stage. I did a class at loonies and then we did like a, a like a showcase down there and then I've done some open mics too. I mean, I have probably like, Damn, like maybe 10 to 15 minutes of material right now. I mean, I'm always writing. Like, even though I haven't gone up on stage, like, to do an official set in a while, like, I have notes and notes and notes. And it's like, if anybody ever opened this note page, it'd be like, this guy is a horrible person. <laughs> All of the shit that's on there. Um, you know, because my favorite shows, you brought this up earlier, are the rated R shows. I love the rated R shows because I think that for me, you know, in the way that I enjoy comedy in the way I want people to laugh. Uh, it sometimes requires fuck and sometimes requires like 
you being an adult to get the joke. And so I, I you know, I, I love our rated R shows. I think they're the best. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So when you guys show a PG thirteen movie, Movie Camp has to be PG thirteen. We we do we we don't have to do that, but we do. We make the conscious decision to do that. That's that, probably a that good our, idea. That if if it, if you can bring your family, we want you to be able to bring your family. You know, were you guys, either you guys at Logan? Both of us. Yeah. Were. So we okay, so you guys were at Logan when we did multiple warnings like early on in the show and then once we once the kids were in like because there's like probably four or five kids in there you know it's like okay fine these little fuckers can stay if they want to like that's the kind of show that it becomes for a rated r show so we really yeah i love the rated r shows man i wish there was more good rated r like comic book films because that's you know we want to branch out we want to do more stuff but being that we're in a theater, it costs money to do that. And so it's hard. Like our overhead is what we pay to get the theater basically. And so, you know, with the prints and, and all of that, like it adds up really quick. So all that being said, it's it's more difficult for us to do older films than than it is to do something that's brand new that just is coming out. So yeah, I, I want to do full circle. I want to get you some horror movies, man. I really do. I think there's a lot of fun stuff we could do. You know, we could set up a full, like, uh, even if we're not at a camp, we can make the entrance and we can make, almost like make an escape room, basically, for Friday the 13th. It would be really, really cool. That's, you're, you're, you're teasing me right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I know, I know. Let's do it. Let's work on it. Yeah, I'm, I'd be really excited. I'd, I'd even be excited to help out, even though I would I would really want to attend. I think that's the most important thing. That, yeah, that, yeah, like, it, there's a nice balance there, too, of, like, I want to work on stuff and I want to be a part of it, but... Even for me, I I look at our shows and I'm like, I want to come and be in the show, you know, and, and sit as an audience member and enjoy it the way that, because I really, I hope that people enjoy going to these movies like this. You know, I, I just want everybody to be cheering when something awesome happens on screen. You know, there, there was a point there for a while before I was like quality checking movies at our theater where I would not watch a movie if it wasn't at a movie camp event because it would really bother me seeing a big opening movie and I would cheer or laugh out loud you know, like I want our crowd to be, and our crowd usually is, and it, they're, you know, people behind you're like, Shh, you know, shut up, you douche, or whatever, whatever they say to you when they tell you to be quiet during a movie. Yeah, no, I um, it's got to be hard to watch films alone. Do you see everything because you work at a movie theater? You'd think so, but, but you no, don't. No, absolutely not. It's like, do I want to spend my 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 one job is working in a movie theater, and then my second job is working at movie theaters, and then it's like, do I want to spend my free time back at those theaters again? It's it sucks, man. I wish I, you know, part of me wishes we I didn't work at a movie theater for my day job so that I could enjoy going to see movies again. Yeah, I can understand that. It was always tough to when they have those movies. Have you ever watched? Uh, so we've talked about this before, Eric. It's a uh, the this, this better be good for as long as this is taken. <laughs> the, the Illusionist. Illusionist. With Edward Norton? With Edward Norton. And Jessica Biel? And what's the one that you think is better than that? The Prestige. I would argue Illusionist is better as well. Okay. I so I, I don't know. I haven't seen The Prestige yet, but I loved The Illusionist. Those came out at very similar times while I was working at the theater. And so I only, I was like, uh, which one do I watch? Which one do I watch? <laughs> it's you, the Volcano Dante's Peak argument. <laughs> the uh, like deep impact and Armageddon came out in the same year too. I don't know why why Hollywood does that. I don't know why they do that. But you feel like that wouldn't be the right thing to do. Like let's compete. Our movie's gonna be better. Our <laughs> volcano movie's better than your shitty Los Angeles volcano movie. We got two Lombada movies in the same year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is sacred anymore. 
Yeah. I Remember when there was like two dance movies every year, like Step Up, yeah. Step Up oh, to yeah. the Streets, whatever. I didn't watch any of that. Garbage, I watched but. all of it. Oh my there, God, listen, dude. I'm a huge guilty pleasure movie fan. I love shitty movies. Like I love them. What's so your favorite much. shitty movie? Um, would you call is Con Air shitty? No, Conair is great. Conair is pretty shitty. <laughs> it's pretty shitty though, right? Like, like so. My favorite, like, we were talking about favorite movies a little bit before we got on. Um, if I, it depends on when, what time of day it is. Really, it depends on how old I am. If you asked me when I was like, growing up, it would have been Dumb and Dumber. Not even close. Like that movie was my shit growing up. And then now, though, I look back at the movies I watch, and the best three movies that have ever been made. You ready for this? It's I call it the Nick Cage trifecta of awesome. And it's The Rock, Face Off, and Con Air. And they all came out within like nine months of each other. They, they were they were all within a calendar movie year of each other. And like that that kind of like movie, that 90s feel, like just it's not so serious. Because every movie that comes out has to have some theme about you know, sexism or racism or there's some important thing about it. And that's awesome. And I love that. And the movies should keep being made like that. Keep, you know, making us think about things. But also, I don't want to think, I want to think about how Nick Cage is going to get off of this plane. I want to think about how they're going to, him and Sean Connery are going to escape from Alcatraz. Like that, that, you know, just very basic plots in movies. I like that. I like all of those, but I would, I would go The Rock, and I, I these aren't made in the same calendar year, I don't think. But my my favorite uh, Nicolas Cage movie is Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> he's so bad in every movie that he's in. We can clarify that. Like he's not a <laughs> one of my favorite movies to fall asleep to. I like picking movies to fall asleep to because then if I can close my eyes, I can is National Treasure. I watch that movie all the time. I'm always asleep by the time he says he's got to steal the Declaration of Independence. But I like I can close my eyes and like play that movie out in my brain at this point. It's I amazing. fall asleep to the uh, the commentary tracks. Yes, that's so good too. I I, I sometimes actually... the movie if I'm drunk the movie. <laughs> if I'm sober, I put on the commentary track and play a different section every night so I can learn about the movie. It depends on what you're watching too. Like if you listen to commentary tracks from like Pineapple Express or comedies where there's a big, like it's like a bunch of dudes in the room hanging out on a couch watching the movie and talking about it. I can't fall asleep during that. Like they're too good. Seth Rogen's so funny, especially with his commentary tracks and stuff. I'm glad you watch. I'm glad somebody else watches director's commentaries. I thought I was the only person that did that. Believe it or not, the only time I will purchase physical media now. The reason I didn't buy Rogue One on disc, I bought it digitally. No director's commentary track. I will buy a physical disc to get that, to get that commentary or, you get spoiled when you get like two or three commentaries. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. I mean, that's like gold to me. I always hate, though, when you are going to buy a Blu-ray and it's like, oh, there's like 18 extra features on here and they're each like three minutes long. And of the three minutes is like the tag at the end with the copyright information. It's like 30 seconds of that. It's bullshit, man. The Rogue One special features were garbage. Were they really? It doesn't surprise it's me. It's exactly what you said. You described it perfectly. It's like it's nine three-minute scenes. It's, I hate that. I can't stand that. And man. nothing deleted. Just like, you know, we wanted to make a Star Wars movie because, you know, it's fucking Star Wars. Well, like, pe- dun, 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 people dun. are not as voracious as, you know, as we are, though, with, like, media consumption, basically. Like, they, they want to see the movie. They don't give a shit. Like, we're, we're in the 5% of people that wants to know about the story of how this one thing was built or, you know, whatever that background is. Like, I don't know what the percentage is. That's an arbitrary number, but it seems very low people that are interested in that kind of stuff. Most people just care about the end result. Yeah. 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 Uh, Did did I enjoy myself? Yeah. 
The journey's more important than the end. It's just as well. It's just as important. If the end sucks, then the journey didn't matter. <laughs> the shitty end of the things. How much? What do we? What are we? We got some time left. You guys got anything else we need to talk about? I don't think I, we have anything we need to talk about. Where are we at on okay. time? Fifty-five. So yeah, we're uh, we're just over fifty. Okay, and it's uh, it's right around eight right now. But it's up to you guys. We can go a few more minutes. I'm down. I yeah. love. Uh, yeah, this is great. So Nicholas Cage movies aside, what are your three favorite movies? Or, or or did you give this? So to us? my favorite my favorite movie of all time, and it's a combination of rewatchability and visual style. You know, there's a lot of things for me that go into it, and people think I'm crazy for saying this, but it's Watchmen. I fucking love Watchmen. I I think it's like the perfect movie, the director's cut that's almost like four hours long. It's got everything I want in it. It's got good drama, dope sex scene, and a flying thing that's a you know high on my list. If you can have a sex scene in the air, that's like moves up my favorite movie list um do we get a wonder woman sex scene in the invisible jet then (laughs) um with with the whole theme being women of power probably not unless she's like railing on someone else with a strap on i don't know or another woman yeah oh i'd be you know so okay interesting question is there going to be ever a mainstream character that's in a comic book movie to be a uh, homosexual do you think that's a thing that will exist i would love i'd love to see them change the core values of a character just to see the whole internet explode about it you know if like they came out in like green lantern like it's john stewart but he's totally gay in this movie people would lose their shit oh that's not like the character have well, we uh, not seen i don't think so i can't has there I been mean, a gay x-man like i i mean in the there comics. was there there in the comics there is this an Iceman. In the comics? Iceman was gay in a point in the comics. North Star is gay in the comics from Alpha Flight. <laughs> Sean Ashmore's gay in real life, isn't he? So that... I don't know. He's maybe we haven't poor seen actor. a gay we superhero. No, absolutely not. I would love that. I want that. I want I want something like that. I think that would... See, if we talked about simpler plots. Like, I want something like that, too. Like, I want there to be some transformation. These aren't comic books. Like, yeah. these are these are their own series. It's in the same way that... New 52 is a DC line. DC movie universe is its own story. It can go wherever the fuck it wants to go. And if Wonder Woman's going to be a lesbian in this movie, I'm all in on that. I would love that. Well, if they wanted to keep it kind of canon and they brought in a character they could bring in, speaking of Green Lanterns, uh, Alan Scott was that's right was a gay character that would be because right? uh, aren't they planning Green Lantern core? Like there's going to be multiple that's what I've Green heard. Lanterns. So they could totally do that. I'd be all in on that. Yeah. Are we going to get Green Lantern in Justice League? Do you think it's going to be a scene or a, so. a, after, an after credits? After credits. Yeah, that sucks. Just like the Green Ranger's jacket laying on his desk. <laughs> yeah. That, Tommy Oliver. And it, apparently it's going to be Tommy with an I. What? Because it's going to be a girl. Oh, that's kind of they're, cool. they're talking about making the Green Ranger a girl. Which Sorry, again, Tyler. Spoiler alert. That's the Oh, you haven't credits. seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, well, Tommy's a Green Ranger. Get the fuck over it. Oh, uh, no. I never would have guessed. <laughs> you watch the originals, right? Yeah, of course. You've got to see the new one. My kid, that's all he wants to watch. He will sing all the theme songs to all the different Power Rangers, and he'll say, oh, I want to watch Megaforce, or I want to watch the original, or I want to watch... Uh, God, I don't even fucking time travel. What do you think yeah. about the uh, the choice? You do not see them in uniform until an hour and thirty minutes into that loved film, it. do you? Loved it. There is tons of high school backstory. It. it was it was like Breakfast it, Club meets Power Rangers. It was very much Breakfast Club meets Power Rangers, and I loved it. I thought it was really good. I was very impressed. I mean, I, you know, the bar was pretty low as far as going into the what the movie was going to be, 
But yeah, I thought it was great. You know, did you see it? Yes. Okay, so one of the best things they could have possibly done for me in my childhood, I was always angry about this, is how the hell they all got in the same cockpit in the movie or in the TV show. Like they're in these different Zords and then all of a sudden they're all in a room together. And in the new movie, their, right. their cockpits are in different parts of the body. Like control, like the Black Ranger's controlling the left arm. Yellow Ranger's controlling the right leg. You know, so I, I, they made some good choices, I think. And they, you know they're planning on six movies, right? Oh, I heard wow. that. I don't know if I see it going that long. Number two is Green Ranger. Number three, White Ranger. White Ranger, yeah. And then number four, Night I, Ranger. Ivan News. <laughs> Just go back to Ivan News. Ivan News, man, he was good. He, he was in um, what was that other uh, X Men Apocalypse? That's right. I tell you what, Elizabeth Banks tears it up as Rita, as Rita yep. Repulsa. Did you see the? Uh, there's like a bunch of internet hubbub about how Rita Repulsa's a ripoff of Hella or Hel- Hella. What's the name in Thor? The the, the main bad guy? Yeah, it is. Hella? It's like Hella. It's Hella. Hella. Yeah. I, I think. That. Hella. Hella. <laughs> She's fucking Hella. She's Hella. Yeah, that's just like... Hella Norse. Yeah, that's... I, 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 <laughs> I We haven't done... it. We haven't even talked about Thor, but I imagine that's going to be a big theme in our show is saying Hella before other stuff. It is Hella, isn't it? Or is it Hera? It's Hella. I think it's Hella. Man, I'm fucking tripping right now. I feel like it's Hella, but... We could all be wrong. We're going to call her Hella. That's what we'll call her. She's Hella up in Asgard. She's, yeah. <laughs> okay. So can I say one more thing about the Thor trailer? I, I'm so ADD. I jump all over the place. Uh, Welcome to BitFaced. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we do. I don't like that they made the destruction of Asgard so like trivial and funzy. Like that would have been an awesome, badass, dark Marvel story that they could have gone into and they didn't. So anyway, that was just another concern i mean again i know i'm gonna like the movie it's gonna be fun i'm gonna enjoy it there's gonna be you know the classic marvel cheesy one-liners i think eric would have liked the second thor if we weren't stuck in the shittiest seats of all time we don't have to go into that i don't want to but dark world dark world wasn't terrible no i like i didn't think it was bad i like kenneth brana who's the who's the director i don't know if you guys know him but he does a lot of shakespearean stuff he did he uh directed like hamlet and starred in it um, that's where his claim to fame was. And I liked, I wanted Thor to be that all the time. <laughs> just like them talking like Shakespeare. Yeah, no, he's a, he's an amazing director and actor. Sorry, I jumped all over the place, guys. I got a, I got a ADD problem. No, that's, that's what we do here, man. Any final thoughts? We do have to wrap, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, Andy, first of all, anything you want to plug or talk about? Uh, we do. So we do some low key Twitch streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash Howie game. We're just dabbling in it. Because we all don't have enough time to do fun things, and we wanted to create something that would allow us to do something fun. Y'all have to get a camera because Elijah was streaming ukulele, and I could hear him. And he's definitely someone who needs to be on. Elijah camera. is would be a fucking awesome streamer, yeah. But his computer right now cannot handle what he needs to ha- have it handle. So anyway, yeah, he's he he played that he did that stream the other night. It was really good. Yeah. So we're doing that. We're doing movie camp. Um, movie camp co for tickets uh if you don't see us at guardians we'll be all over dcc uh we're hosting a bunch of panels at denver comic-con this year and then hosting some after party stuff there and then again colorado springs comic-con be pretty plugged in is there as well and then we have officially unannounced shows for wonder woman and uh 
what's the other one? Spider-Man this year as well, too. That'll be, that would be like June 4th and July 7th once we kind of start to announce that. Do you guys try to do like one a quarter or just as the big movies come out, you just pick and choose? We don't, we try to not do more than one a month. Okay. And then we just kind of see where the movies fall at that. Because after June 7th or July 7th this year with Spider-Man, there's nothing until Thor in November. I mean, Dark Tower comes out, right? And that's going to be a dope movie. But it's not a movie camp movie, um, and there's nothing. In, September is like the pits of movies. So you know what? I'm going to make a call right now, and maybe this will come true. I've been really good lately. There will be a movie camp screening in September, and it's going to be Super Troopers too. <laughs> Yo, that, I, I'm all in on that. We'll just all like eat a bunch of shrooms before the show and go in and watch it together. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. We can have our own. Yeah, we, you guys don't have to do a movie camp show. We'll just all <laughs> yeah, go to we'll the just, we'll just all go to the movie and, and entertain each other. Uh, yeah, Super Troopers too. That's gonna be dope. Uh, it, I'm it, hoping it's true, man. It's it's in the can and it's testing right now. It's all the matter of the studio saying this is when we want to release yeah. it. So it's done. Yeah, and then check out our website too, because like we were talking about earlier, we're probably gonna try to do some other events at non movie theaters. So cool. Thank you so much for yeah. sitting down with us tonight. Uh, like I said, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. We didn't even get to go into fucking comedy. So next time you yeah. come on, yeah. I, we, we kind of talked about staying up for a second, but then we went a different direction. It's so my was, fault, man. I'm ADD, like I said. It's not your so. fault. Uh, next time I want to pick your your brain about uh, about comedic influences and, and things like that, because that yeah. was my original question. But uh, Yeah, that's I, I, yeah, you told me that, and I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to talk about it. That sounds so awesome. And then here we are. An hour later. Well, Star Wars came out today. That would yes. be fair. We had Star to use Wars. some of the show for, yeah. for some wars. Maybe we can get you and Elijah back on. I would love that. I'll drag his ass over here. Drag, his, drag yeah. his ass over here. Okay, good. Tyler will help fix his computer. I will. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it like a trick. We'll trick him into coming over to record a podcast. Let me help you with your computer. <laughs> but also podcasts. Yeah. Okay, cool. across the thank table for me. Oh, no. Thank you, man. Uh, Andy Adair from Movie Camp. To my right... As always, the chairman of the sound boards, Tyler Runtier G. Glaze. I'm Eric G. Hollis, and we are Nicholas Cage.